0: Wake up, Monroe. It's time for school. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. And welcome to uh, another episode of Calling Monroe. I am the Lone Ranger, and I am joined by the man with a golden gooch, renowned children's author and three-time crowd-surfing world champion, Gucci
1: Main. Hey.
0: Gucci, how are you feeling?
1: You you're feel like lying today. Why? Because that was not true. Yes, it was. I'm not that important person.
0: Would you say you're an important person if you're a children's author and three times world crowd surfing
1: champion? Yes, of course. That make you makes you an important person. Would you be a VIP
0: at a Michelin restaurant? Yes. I don't think so, but maybe. For sure.
1: Fine. Uh, how are you feeling though? Yeah, I feel like I feel I feel very naughty. <laughs> Ew, why? <laughs> it's it's two o'clock in the afternoon, on a Friday.
0: That's basically the weekend. Though the weekend starts on Wednesday afternoon. Yes. Because then you can round up to the weekend. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So you're fine. In Denmark, where I'm currently residing, a lot of workplaces, afternoon on Fridays, they just have beer and chill and don't work. It's like it's not the four-day or whatever shortened work week isn't like a thing here. But for many, many, many years, it's been like a de facto thing because people just don't give a fuck about Friday afternoons. Smart. Smart. Should we call Monroe, see if he's... Awake, or if he's still asleep, that lazy fuck.
1: Yeah, let's check check with him.
0: All right, cool. Let's call Monroe. What's up, folks? Hey, Monroe, did we wake you up? Mm. No, you didn't wake me up. It's two in the afternoon. I've been up for ages. I guess you need to get used to the dad life of being
2: up in the mornings. Dad life second to dad bod. That's what I'm building. Uh
1: So you're also lying today Uh, I'm also lying today, why? Because you haven't been awake for ages Yeah, you look, you clearly look like you just woke up Fuck off, (laughs) I've been up since 9 this
0: morning Okay, well then you need to cut out some sodium (laughs) That's all I can say And get a haircut, hippie
2: Yeah. I do live with my hairdresser, so I have no excuse for not having an on point haircut.
0: Exactly. Is she, would you say she's talented or does she just cut hair? She's
2: a trier, you know?
0: (laughs) You just described your future wife and the mother of your unborn child as a (laughs) trier. That's fine, I guess.
2: And also, avid listener of this podcast. So
0: Uh, I hope not for her sake because. If I were her, I'd be disappointed with my life if I <laughs> listened to this podcast actively. <laughs> I feel like some things have been said. Things, shit has been said. Speaking of things being said, number one man, Leo Gundle, Leo Trundle, Gundle of the Gundle
2: Bundle himself.
0: Wait, what's a Trundle? First of all, isn't it? It's a thing, right? You're tr- You're Trundling along. And, uh, yeah, but isn't a Trundle a noun as well? An act of Trundle is a small
2: town out. in central west
0: of new south wales australia mm. fair enough i feel i feel like a trundle was like a some sort of shitty object as well something to do with like a an old cart or something whatever uh speaking of leo he 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 had some some things to say i guess he wants to be on this podcast cuz he always has things to say so why don't we just get him on the goddamn podcast we need to get him on as a fucking guest so he he has a couple of milestones for you Mm. Uh, I guess they're sad. He says, how's this for a milestone? The day your parent put you down and never pick you back up again. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Or like the, I guess like the day when they like wake you up lovingly and that never happens again is also a thing. Yeah. You know, when they're like, wake up Monroe, it's time for school.
2: Yeah. I. You know, these are things you never realize just
1: at some point you just, received it for the last time didn't you yeah i am still receiving both of those things yeah that's true oh, that's beautiful <laughs> you're a little baby boy a perpetual baby boy yes he also says the day you
0: realize your parents are flawed arbitrary and fallible that's yeah i mean true i,
2: I think are, that happens more slowly mm, yeah adults in general you know you've got adults in general that you just realize they're just idiots who are making shit up i think that's that's like a, a
1: thing isn't it yes yeah nobody knows what they're doing they're just doing shit i'm not sure i agree
0: with his choice of arbitrary as a word because so if we, if we google it it says determined uh by chance whim or impulse and not by necessity reason or principle so like but i understand what he's talking about i just felt i felt like i need to insult him at least a little bit because <laughs> i have to do that every time <laughs> <What's> <laughs>
2: But I think, yeah, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm not really stressed about becoming a dad. Because nobody knows what they're doing. No,
0: nobody. Have I said this on the podcast before, though? That, like, uh, if you read about serial killers, it's never they. So if we get back to the word arbitrary, who does and doesn't become a serial killer does not appear to be arbitrary. Because all of their ba- none of them have a good backstory. Mm-hmm. It always starts with a terrible, terrible parent. Yeah. And that's where you come in. You should be
1: worried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the probability of that happening? That's pretty small. No, no, Ragnar, Ragnar. Monroe is gonna be a great father. Thanks, Gucci. So I am convinced he will at least be
0: average.
2: Yeah. I, I would say that's I'm 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 aiming for that. Well, I'm aiming for higher, but I like that's as much as you can really hope for,
1: isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's good. As long as they don't become serial killers. I
2: don't know. That's not going to be my benchmark. I'm going to aim higher than that. That's, that's low.
0: Yeah. You don't want them. There's a lot of things that sort of probably depend on you that you don't want happening. Like allowing yourself to be eaten by a German man. I feel like that's the parent's fault to some degree. Yeah. I I can get on board Uh, with that. You want to avoid that. Mm -hmm. You want to avoid that one. Yeah. You want to foster an inquisitive mind. Yeah, but
2: you know, <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you? Uh, <laughs> sounds
2: like effort to be honest.
0: Would you rather have like a an incredibly intelligent and successful and everything child that? Is it deeply existential and hates life and d- doesn't enjoy a minute of it? Or would you want like a really dumb, unsuccessful little basement dwelling child that is very happy with
1: its existence? You want the successful kid that is unhappy about this life because you get more money from that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, as long as the kid's not dwelling in my basement for the rest of his life, then happy's happy, isn't it? But i don't want i don't want that kid that never leaves home it's a good 20 year period of my life i'm happy to dedicate to my child and then and then
0: they can fly the nest are you sure because in 20 years you're gonna be 50 ish yeah that's not bad actually yeah it's all right thinking, I, like...
2: the best climber in the uk best sport climber in the uk Stephen mcleur is about 50. Mm.
0: And i was thinking like i thought about this you want to be able to play sports with your child Like, you want to be able to, like, Mm -hmm. well, not, like, necessarily, like, actively play sports with your child, but you want to, like, you want to be able to take part in, like, activities with your child. You don't want to be too old to do do activities with your child. Agreed. Uh, What was my original point? My original point was, okay, you're going to be 50. That's not that old. So, maybe you do want them to fly the nest. I was thinking, like, some people, you know, their children grow up and then they leave. At that point, like, you got nothing left because you're (laughs) spent, right? Are you meaning that people don't have a life after that? I mean, some
2: people don't, some, some people do. You also want to have a daughter because daughters just make better children. Daughters mm. are, when I get old, yeah. if I have a daughter, they'll be more likely to take care of me than my son, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. I want a daughter, Definitely, like I actively
1: want a daughter and like, meh, about son. <laughs> yeah, at least what, what I've been saying, it seems to be better to have a daughter. But what
0: everyone says is that daughters are better children and sons are better teenagers. Or like more, daughters are more manageable children and sons are more manageable teenagers.
2: That's just because when they're a teenager, the son's not the one that's going to get pregnant, isn't it? So no one's really that worried about their son, whereas everyone's like, oh, one mistake.
0: Yeah, I guess that's probably the big, but I mean, the point still stands. This is what people say. Yeah,
2: yeah. I've also been looking up little tidbits about bringing up a child. And uh, one of the interesting things they're talking about is toys and passive versus active toys. Mm. An active toy being something that will entertain you without you having to engage with it. So you might press a button and it'll sing to you or like a screen time is the ultimate passive a passive toy. Mm-hmm. Whereas an active toy, the other way around, an active toy is something you have to engage with mm-hmm. to make it fun. So a child could play with a bottle and find it entertaining because of their imagination. <laughs> and basically active toys are better because it forces mm-hmm. you to engage with it. But this brings me on to a broader point, right. which is that really, the more I look into parenting, you, they're basically just self-help books for adults in a lot of ways. Because if you just obeyed all the rules that we say we should parent our children with, but applied it to yourself, we'd all be such better humans like the amount of time i spend being passively entertained by a screen is absurd when i should be using that time to be more actively entertained by engaging hobbies and whatever else video and games yeah and there's just it's <laughs> not really uh there's just so many so many things in parenting about uh, that we all do for our kids, and like trying to get your kids to engage with hobbies and all that sort of shit. Well, you should be still engaging with hobbies when you're an adult. Like, there's just so much stuff about parenting. You just tre- treat yourself as you would treat your kids. This is,
0: I think, this is like a general, not self-help thing, but it's like a general good bit of advice: is to treat yourself like you would treat someone else that you care about. Mm. Mm, your dog, <laughs> not often. like yourself. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like feed yourself like you feed someone you care about. Like mm-hmm. You're not going to feed someone you care about some goddamn slop you sure? <laughs> on a Tuesday night. You're not going to feed them fucking bread with Nutella and 12 beers. Like, that's not good for them. <laughs> <laughs> that's such
1: a moment of experience you're talking from there. <laughs> but, but would a hamburger and fries be better? A hamburger is the ultimate meal. But if you have that, if you give the child everyday
0: hamburger... Maybe don't do that. It's all about a varied diet, right? But a hamburger... In and of itself, is not a bad meal.
1: No, oh, correct. Okay, if it's price. done right,
0: and if it's done uh, in moderation, it's perfectly acceptable. Mm.
2: Much like pizza, you know, pizza—you've got a bit of carb, bit of protein, depending on the topping. You've got some veg on there as well, depending on the topping. Some fats with the cheese.
0: Thing with pizza though is that it's pizza is uh, the bread to non bread ratio is quite high. It's it's smaller for a burger mm. typically. Yeah. Uh, And bread, bread, see, bread is a thing that probably, if bread had thoughts, (laughs) if bread had thoughts, it would probably feel quite hurt right now. Because for like all of human civilization, bread has been like, it's been a cornerstone. It's like kept, it's kept societies alive, basically. It's been like a, a big old boy and it's been a king. And now it's like bread is bad for you. I don't eat bread. Bread is now the bad guy. Bread is your parent that raised you and made you strong and healthy and then now you're like fuck you mom I don't
1: need you. Did you know guys that I read somewhere I'm just I'm just bored by that. No no no, 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 no. It, it's, it's in a uh, uh, in the middle ages. Mm. They gave children only drank beer. Really? They didn't give their children water. Oh, Apparently, I can
0: uh, I've got a beer beer related topic for today actually so if you fed why don't you let gulion finish you motherfucker
1: <laughs> i don't know it was kind of finished but <laughs> let it digest
0: <laughs> let
2: it di- that's true i should have, i thought you were finished but i didn't let it digest did i <laughs> no.
0: is it because of the the sterilization it so it was nowhere near as alcoholic as currently
1: yeah apparently they say it's that and it was nutritious yeah right? exactly good you could, you could skip giving them to eat
0: giving them that but you wouldn't get drunk because it was like the alcohol content was very
1: low yeah it was less than uh and it was like a mead so it had no soda in it it's just like thick bread juice all right Monroe. now you may interrupt
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh there is there's a lot of thing about what you should drink to
2: hydrate yourself mm. and i saw little...
0: staydrader.com my website
2: nice yeah i saw a little uh a uh, little diagram the other day about which Drinks hydrate you best uh, based on how much of the fluid you will retain. So if you drink coffee, lager, water, semi-skimmed milk, which will hydrate you the most? Definitely
1: lager. Based on the context, it's probably lager.
2: No, semi-skimmed milk. Oh, very good. And then water and lager, basically the same. Coffee is a little
0: bit worse. Well, I always thought lager would be a little better cuz it's got more like electrolytes and shit. But then there's got also uh,
2: you know it's a bit of a diuretic. It makes you pee like alcohol a bit, does not oh, yeah. it? So I think still with I think I think the magic number is around 10% where if you have an alcoholic beverage less than 10%, then you're going to retain more water, the more fluid than you pee out. But I'm not sure. Hmm. Don't quote me on that. This one. is
0: something that a uh, uh, Derek Scott our lecturer, legend of the man used to talk he used to get pissed off about this when people would say that coffee dehydrates you he would just be like no it doesn't like it has a slight diuretic effect but you're also drinking like at least 250 milliliters of water mm. in your coffee cup so like the net effect is getting hydrated he was a sassy man and he would he would get very worked up about this
2: the um, weight of bread. An interesting topic isn't it definitely definitely uh, no but was the weight the weight of bread was that not really tightly regulated in that a weight a loaf of bread had to be either 400 or 800 grams where is this like wartime uk i don't know i'm trying to find something to support bread rules abandoned after 750 years holy shit so bread always comes in the standard 800 grams or 400 gram loaves mm. and it is a regulation that is strictly upheld by trading officers. Where? Oh, no, we've hit a money wall, people. We've hit a money wall. Shit. It
0: can't be everywhere. <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> not. not. What country does this refer to? Uh, Well,
2: it's the Telegraph.co.uk, so I'm guessing the UK. Okay,
0: so the UK. Oh,
2: here we go. What is the history of bread regulation? This sounds like a great Wikipedia <laughs> page. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, talk amongst yourselves for a minute whilst I try and... <laughs> You're so interested ...put together <laughs> a sentence. I
0: looked it up as well. I found the bread and flour regulations of 1998. (laughs) Uh, There are some essential ingredients of flour. That's an important one. Uh, Ingredients permitted in flour and bread is another one. Uh, You know how to make
1: an interesting topic. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say this is relatively interesting, right? (laughs) Bread
2: regulation was the most significant and long-lasting commercial law in medieval England. Jesus. Why? I I just want to know why. This is what I want to know as well. I really want to know why it was such a key...
0: You know what? Find out next week, folks. Someone can contact us and let us know. (laughs) Until 2008, legislation required all bread sold in the UK to weigh 400 grams or multiples thereof. So bread and breads and rolls weighing less than 300 grams can currently be sold by number or weight. Wow, okay. But that didn't used to be the thing. So you couldn't buy just one bread roll that was like fewer grams, you had to buy yeah, four hundred. I, I,
2: grams. Could, I <laughs> want to say this was because of what you were saying earlier in that bread was such a key staple to people's diet that they had to be regulated in terms of how much you were allowed to charge people yeah, per exactly. loaf or something uh-huh. so that um you didn't you didn't stick people and uh-huh. people could all afford to eat. Yes. I want to say that's why it was but I can't remember off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, I mean like so it will be the price will or you can compare the price fairly.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I mean okay, fine. But could you buy half a loaf? No, uh, it has to be sold in 400 grams or multiples Uh. thereof. Uh But I mean, I guess 200 grams is a multiple of 400 if you multiply by (laughs) (laughs) 0.5. But I'm not sure that's how it works. I got some uh,
2: feedback from last week as well.
1: All right. Hit me.
2: So John, John of the Mountains, contacted me about your opposite microwave idea.
0: Right. (laughs) The reverse and he, he microwave. Kind of,
2: he was kind of, yeah, the reverse microwave. Um, and he was kind of trying to think wh- how you could do it. And the only things he'd come up with were liquid nitrogen or dry ice. Don't like it. But none of these would be a good <laughs> idea around drunk people at a party. But I think it it's
0: harder to control. It's a, It should be a self-contained device. You're not supposed to have liquid nitrogen that you can like pour. It's supposed to be a device and you press a button. You could mm.
1: have like some, what's called endothermic reaction or something that we just drag out the heat. But I want it to be like the microwave uses
0: microwaves, right? That like hit the food and make the water particles vibrate and heats up the food. Yeah. Uh I want that, but in reverse.
1: But if you would have something, uh, what's it called in English, like alcohol? Zero Kelvin, zero Kelvin. Yeah,
0: absolute zero, absolute ab- zero.
1: Absolute zero. Yeah, if you could have an oh, like a refrigerator like that. That mm. would take very fast to take to put in, That, that, would, take that would as soon work as you quick. opened
0: the fridge, it would become so much warmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. do yeah, okay. to That's keep right. something at absolute zero. Don't you? It's like a lot of work.
2: Have we ever? Have we ever achieved
1: absolute zero? Uh, I, think, no, no, uh, I think no, no. Only no. one
0: man knows, and that is Google. Duck Duck Go, my friend. Have we achieved absolute zero? Cannot be achieved, although it is possible to reach temperatures close to it through the use of cryo coolers dilution refrigerators, and nuclear adiabatic demagnetization. That sounds fake. The use of laser cooling has produced temperatures less than a billionth of a Kelvin. All right, laser cooling sounds right down my alley. Uh, (laughs) Atomic and molecular samples are cooled down to near absolute zeros. When an object absorbs and re-emits a photon, its momentum changes. All right, laser cooling, boys and girls, that sounds like technology that's that useful sounds like for a, this is what you need this yeah but it sounds absolutely but it sounds very useful in a uh in parties reverse, reverse microwave. microwave in parties so doppler cooling is basically the the thing that is underlying this uh light with frequency tuned slightly below an electronic transition in an atom uh, r- atoms will absorb more photons if they move towards the light source due to the doppler effect uh something 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 but this is perfect Absolutely perfect. So somebody out there needs to create a microwave based, a reverse microwave based on Doppler cooling. We've cracked it. It, it will cost you like it will cost you like fifty million dollars or something. Okay, how much do you think the first microwave cost? The very first, the production I of the microwave.
2: I'm gonna say, oh, are we are we accounting for inflation here? <laughs> yes. Um, in that case, I'll say five thousand
0: pounds. The first commercial one. I'm not talking about the first one they built in a lab. So the first uh, housed-in refrigerator-sized cabinets, the first microwave ovens cost between two and $3,000. Uh, oh. But that's not adjusted, I assume. Not inflation-adjusted. So you can assume that the very first microwave that was built cost a few million, mm. <laughs> right? 1946 was uh, when Spencer, whoever the fuck, Percy Spencer... Mm. filed a patent for the use of microwaves for cooking food interesting very interesting actually so it's fine that the first unit of something costs a lot it's perfect and then things will just uh things will just drop from there that's how technology works economies of scale or the old um what's this called someone's law uh what's the law but that only has to do with computers oh for every
2: when you when you double the
1: Doubles
0: every 18 yeah. months. And then it it's, halves in price. It, either it? the processor, the number of processors per whatever doubles, or the cost cuts in half. Hmm. So then let's find it. Uh, it is called Moore's Law doubling of transistor count every two years, or the price halves or some shit. But this doesn't hold anymore because you can't keep doubling transistors because eventually you will. It's like you can't fold a piece of paper more than seven
1: times, is it? Yeah, seven.
0: Did Mythbusters not bust that myth?
1: I don't know. I've tried it with few types of paper, and it always stops at seven. There was some YouTube channel that used, like, an industrial
0: press, yeah. and I think it just... The paper didn't fold the eighth time. It just, like, exploded. Yeah. There was just way too much pressure. How often would you need to fold a piece of paper to reach the moon so that it becomes the thickness to reach the
1: moon? <laughs> I don't know Oh my days uh. I want you to guess Well I guess it would Double 500 times Um, 500 times 100 times I don't think What what are you sticking with Because I feel like I feel like 500 is about right Yeah 500
0: You can say 500 I'll go I'll go 800 then You guys are dumb as fuck 45 Yeah So we would reach Much further With 500 folds Exponential growth My man yeah. Because every time you fold it, it doubles. So the first yeah. few like don't really add up so much, and then every every one after that creates a big old effect. And then the second last
2: fold, it's only halfway to the moon.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's nothing.
2: Some other feedback targeted at uh, you, Ragiru, and your op- opinion of ketchup. Right. From Eleanor, she was saying that ketchup sandwiches are for adults. No. And that she had a ketchup sandwich.
0: What just? Sa- what does that mean? Just bread with ketchup. Yeah, I think it's just two slices of bread with ketchup in between it. What? The, you cannot. You cannot tell me that's for adults. That's insane. Yes. It's good. Two pieces of bread with ketchup in the middle? Yeah. You, like, you can't in good... Okay, fine. I will concede that it's for adults because in no world can you be a good parent and feed that to your child. <laughs> what, is, what? Like, that's it's that is what food. you eat. That's what you eat when you have your 12 beers. No. You have a ketchup sandwich and 12 beers, and then you cry yourself to sleep because you're a goddamn adult. Like, that's fine. At that point, that's for adults.
2: You're a snob. But the opinion that she also has, which we're fully supporting, is
0: that veggie haggis is the best veggie product you'll ever taste. Yeah, I was going to make some, actually, soon, but I can't find the right
1: oats, so I might need to just send me some. Ooh, I made vegetable... I I made, like, vegetarian wellington yesterday. Ooh. It was good. It was almost... Better than beef. What did you use instead of beef? Uh, Butternut squash. Oh, interesting. We it was like Asian fusion Wellington, Mm. (laughs) Uh, and then we had mushrooms, a lot of mushrooms. Shiitake mushrooms. No, just normal ones, (laughs) white ones. Whatever, man. Uh, Nice, congratulations. It was the best vegetarian course I've ever eaten. I think. Really nice, smashed it. it.
0: The best vegetarian course I've ever eaten. Was in Bulgaria at a, in this like town where we went skiing. And I've never had anything this good again. And I've tried to, it doesn't make any sense. It was just a bunch of fried and like grilled vegetables. I think it was grilled because it was like a place that mainly cooked over like a fire. And it was just a bunch of grilled vegetables. I think they grilled them with like, they had like butter and shit on them and stuff. And it was the most, it was the simplest thing in the universe. And it was fucking delicious Mm. it was like incomparably delicious
1: wasn't it like toasted or
0: something yeah maybe i don't know i don't fully remember i just remember eating it
2: and it was
1: unbelievable
2: nice you haven't had and no inappropriate jokes here ragnar mel's nut loaf (laughs) (laughs) you are you are mel's nut loaf (laughs) (laughs) that shit is good oh my days i'll serve it at my wedding When is your goddamn wedding going to be, by the way? Uh, Whenever this whole virus malarkey blows over and we can partay and
0: KLA. Am I invited? Yeah, boys. Good, 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 good. Yeah, we already discussed this, actually. We were going to, let's not reveal it, but we were going to do something special.
2: Do you remember? Uh, No, I don't remember this at all. Oh, well.
0: (laughs) 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 I can tell you later. Sounds like it was real special. Uh, I was the victim of a deeply personal attack this this past week. Oh, deeply, deeply personal. Uh, I will tell you guys about it. My brother sent me a message. Yes. Uh, and this is a tweet by some man that I have never heard of, and no one probably has ever heard of before. And I will not say his goddamn name. And this tweet goes as follows. It's in Icelandic, but I shall translate. Uh, so, making a jovial reference to this coronavirus situation, he says, "All right, I understand that you need to limit a lot of things in the current climate, mm-hmm. but when are we going to l- put a limit on podcasts that are just boys talking to their friends?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that stings. Oh, <laughs> that stings. <ouch>. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Are we a fun podcast? So I I mentioned this to Anna, and she just started laughing. (laughs) And was like, oh, no, and felt sorry for me. And then Uh she said, but it's the best one. And then Uh I told her I didn't believe her, and then I got sad. Uh Uh, To be fair, though, and frank, I don't personally know of any other podcasts that are just boys talking to their friends. But I also am not (laughs) super... up to date on these things
2: you know what we don't know who our mystery hong kong
0: listeners are so we have at least someone (laughs) that's true i don't know what we're ranked in hong kong at the moment but hopefully still still top 15 (laughs) 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 whatever man whatever we don't just talk to our friends i'm not even friends with you guys anymore because you keep on being mean to me on the air keep on trucking we haven't been mean to you once today that's true you guys have been pretty nice today yeah. Maybe because it's daytime and you guys aren't grumpy yet. Uh, maybe. yeah. First time in ages we record during the daytime. I haven't had a hard day at work to come home to. Absolutely.
1: God, I don't have. To, did you say you had a bunch of time? Have you exhausted all your topics already? Uh, yeah. Very good. <laughs> yes. I, I had a topic, but it was when I realized that it is horribly boring. <laughs> is it more boring than. The
2: price of bread. And also this law applied to bread and ale. No. Oh, very so,
1: good. I don't know. It, I read it. It was like someone answering what would happen if you jump on the sun. What would happen? And you would not burn. If you could uh, survive the heat, what would happen?
0: So you're standing on the sun. You survive the heat. And you jump.
1: Yeah. I mean, you jump from a plane just flying above.
0: Oh, you, just, not, you, you jump onto the sun.
1: Yeah. Where will you land? Oh, uh Surely that
0: it's like, isn't it ambiguous where it's not just like the earth where there's air and then there's solid. It's like, it probably goes from like a gas into
1: plasma into, right? Yeah. It becomes like in a way solid further down compared to us. Yeah. So the density increases. So you would, they, this scientist said like you would just drop and you would stay where it would have the same density as your body. Ah, So you you get stuck there. And you can, like, sort of swim. Yeah, and apparently it is somewhere between the surface and the center. Oh, wow. Directly. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, I meant exactly. It's exactly in the middle. It's around the middle. Oh, okay. Uh, Just by coincidence. Just by dink. Yeah, so you you would be stuck in yeah exactly between is that the worst place to be stuck in the sun
0: i guess anywhere in the sun is the worst place to be stuck in the sun Uh,
1: yeah yeah you would never get out probably
0: not no
2: mel and i were walking along looking up at the moon yes oh the moon was up during the
0: day yesterday what the fuck is that about for starters that's so normal in iceland
1: yeah yeah but yeah Is it?
2: And then we were contemplating that the moon is basically the ultimate peak. You know, like, I, I like it's re- very satisfying to try and stand on top of a pointy peak yeah. and just yeah. on the highest point. And the moon is the ultimate peak because, like, Mars is very cool, but you can't really see Mars, so you can't visualize it. Whereas the moon you can see. So it's the ultimate peak. And you can
0: see the Earth from the moon yeah. very well. Yeah. Yeah, it is the ultimate peak, absolutely. Tim Peak. He's the ultimate it, peak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, th- Speaking of coincidences, have I said this on the podcast before? The, the sun and the moon hmm. are approximately the same size in the sky. Like, they appear as the same oh, yes. size to us. Yeah. And this is just a coincidence.
1: Mm-hmm. Or is it? Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but so the fact that we can get uh, solar eclipses and lunar eclipses it's just fully coincidental like, yeah. that we can get these full eclipses. That's cool. Uh-huh. So be thankful, boys and girls.
2: Also, for re- future reference, Gudjod, that was not a uh, boring topic. More
1: okay. of the same, please. All right.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. Go on. <laughs> I don't have anything. I don't have anything.
0: Oh, uh, no. We'll get back to you in a week. I have updates on my Mr. Doghole, if you guys are interested, which you aren't. On the bro. So with, the buttons are fully implemented now in my house. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh. Outside and eat were the two main buttons that we started with. And and the main, she got sick, so it, it was a little bit hard to to keep teaching. So I feel I did, like
2: she is sick is a, is a more accurate term. Your dog's always sick.
0: I know, I know. I had to pay uh, over the weekend, last weekend, a total of 6,000 Danish kroner in vet bills, uh, which is according to the internet, is 689 Great British
1: Pounds.
0: (sighs) Yeah, so those were my vet bills, but she's better now. But we took a little break from teaching, and now we're back. uh, And it took, like, the main obstacle seems to have been to, like, fully understand that a button is a button, and pressing it equals some sort of command. Okay. And she now has grasped that concept. Oh. So... She knows exactly what the eat button means, and sometimes she spams it. Now she's like eat, and then I give her one little bite, and then two minutes later she's like eat, mm,
2: nice.
0: uh, and then outside as well she's she wants to go outside a lot. And then yesterday I introduced the play button, and this was a mistake
1: <laughs>
0: because she immediately <laughs> grabbed like she saw me prepping a new button, and she was like oh a new button, and she was very excited to like know what it meant, and she pressed that button. So fucking often, like I had to, <laughs> and I have to like do what the button says for the first few times, because I need to like reinforce that that's what the button means. Mm-hmm. So I had to play with her, like for <laughs> so long. And whenever she was done, she'd be like, "Play," and then I'd oh. play with her. And then I'd say, "Okay, we're done." And then like thirty <laughs> seconds later, she'd go play. And then once she was like, "Play, play, 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 play." <laughs> This is such a good. And in hindsight, it's such an
2: obvious consequence of what you were doing, but none of us saw coming.
0: I know, but this is—it's clear that like play is her favorite thing. She likes very like she likes attention, but in a very active, playful sort of way. Mm. So this is the button that's most likely to get spammed. Mm. But the next next on the agenda is. Uh, I'm going to take three different buttons and put them. So, right now I have these like hexagons that have space for, I think, like eight, seven or eight buttons per hexagon. Mm. And at the moment I just have one button in the middle. So, I have three different hexagons in three different places in the house. Mm. Now, I'm going to take the play hexagon and put, start off with two more buttons put them on the same hexagon. One of them is going to be tug and the other one is going to be ball. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start working with two word phrases. So play mm-hmm. tug and play ball are going to be things. Nice. And then I'm going to add different types of play
2: in there. I'm really on board with this. I like this a lot.
1: Yeah, it's cool. It's, it, But it's because it's a border collie. Yeah. And Icelandic sheepdog. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they are the smartest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, it, it Helps that she's smart. Two smart breeds mixed into one. One of which mm. is like considered the smartest breed. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of different dog breeds that like are successful at this. Like the the two big ones on the internet are Bunny, who is like a Labradoodle or something. It's Like poodles it's like a, are supposed to be good at this. Yeah, and the other one is a, I think it's a Rottweiler, isn't it? Or no, it's a, a Doberman. A Doberman is
1: the mm. the other one. When are you getting your dog, Gucci? I'm I'm supposed to call this this weekend. Because oh. the breeder was getting too horny uh, birds to what's it called? What what litters is it called? That yeah yeah okay yeah and she she told me to call now to see if they had survived. Oh, are you gonna get a chick or a dude? So I'm I'm trying for a female dog. Mm-hmm. But if I don't, I will I will just castrate it. Snippet. it.
2: Mm. And then it's basically a female. Yeah. With a, a
0: cigar a cigar cutter.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, scissors, i just cut it off. Or just, your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: have we talked about how you castrate uh, farm animals? We've talked about this, right?
2: No. Oh, I thought I did. If we have, I don't remember.
0: So, uh, they have these rings and for smaller animals, they're made of, like, very firm rubber. Ah, like, yeah. for sheep and stuff, and for bulls, they're made of metal, and you just you just like clamp them around the testicles. Oh, we have spoken about this before. They slowly die and then they fall off. Oh yeah, you talked about this yes. So you can do this. Yeah. If (laughs) you (laughs) wanna if if that's your jam. Having had a dog now for a while and having gone to the dog park a lot, I am never getting a male dog. Mm. Mm -hmm. Female dogs just seem like the shit. There's too much like male dogs, they're like a perpetual issue. Mm-hmm. They're more difficult.
2: I told you about my uh, my sister's depressed dog after the female didn't want to have sex with them, didn't I? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean that's yeah. classic. We all we've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but are you gonna button train your dog, Gucci?
1: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Why not? Tra- I'm gonna train it to not to bark, and and come when it's called. That's minute. And, and that's it. Two minutes. Or- Two main important things to teach the dog. What about kill? No. No? I don't think a small dog can kill. Yeah, but
2: it's the idea, isn't it? It would be quite cute to see a small dog try and kill you.
0: You you (laughs) Actively
1: (laughs) try to kill you. Yeah, yeah,
2: but it's obviously useless at it, so it's adorable.
0: I don't know. Like a Maltese, if it really wanted to kill you, probably wouldn't kill you, but it could do a little bit of
1: damage. Yeah, I mean, Mm. if you teach it to do the same as the rabbit in, in Monty Python. Don't know it. You don't know the rabbit there? No. That ki- the killer rabbit? No. No? It's, okay. It's like a small rabbit that kills. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> it's good. a story, it's the whole story. I can teach it. So it's like, it jumped on the throat and bit the... Mm.
0: the... I mean, that seems mm. like the smartest way for it to kill, it, right? Yeah. The throat. Or the, like, I feel like it could do that, or it could end up doing some damage. Like, if it managed to get your wrist really badly, that could be dangerous.
1: Yeah, if you're in water. If you're in water.
0: Or if you're in water, yeah. Have you seen that that <laughs> jackass episode where they take a big ball pit and they
2: chuck two massive pythons in the ball pit and then Johnny Knoxville, and I can't remember who else goes in, and as, like, as, as this like safety precaution, they just duct tape their wrists up so that they, if it bites their wrist, they'll be fine. And oh, they end God. up wrestling with one of these giant pythons and then get it out, and then they completely forget they've got a second
0: giant python in with them and then oh. stand on it, and it's just, oh! Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Would that show be made today? Would it be fine?
2: it would be made on youtube today it wouldn't be made on tv
1: yeah exactly
0: but would it be considered okay yeah Uh, not all of it not the animal stuff i feel like people wouldn't be so on board with stuff like that yeah agreed at least not if it's harmed yeah but the hurting each other thing i think people are generally on board with yeah although i do feel like fails are a bit less of a thing these days yeah that's true I guess we're like super saturated with failure videos, aren't we? There are too, there's too much on the internet now. It's too easy. Mm, yeah, yeah. There's just so much content, you know. So many podcasts of just dudes talking to their friends. Mm. <laughs> it's only so much time in the day, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, it's Damage. such a burn because it's so damn true. I know. We just
1: think that people want to listen to what we have to say. Is that self-absorbed? You know.
0: Yes. It is because the original. Conversation that Monroe and had Monroe and I had about this years ago was that we just found our conversations inherently more interesting than other people's. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And sort of by extension, we assumed that other people would have to feel the same way because it's true. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Fucking hell. And I still agree with that.
1: Yeah.
0: And our audio is good. So very radio. <laughs> uh, speaking of none of those things, Monroe, do you have a skill of the week? Yes, I do. Ah,
2: yes. I did that skill today. So I had, I, it's, I mean, again, as always, it's a loose skill, mm. but I had pockets that were no longer pockets because they just kept, they had big holes in them. Mm. So I was like, I'm just going to fix this and found an old sewing machine that we had in the flat and I sewed them up and it worked a
1: treat. Is that the.
0: No fucking. Your skill of the week is to <laughs> fix, repair shit. Is to repair. <laughs> <Yeah. us. laughs>
1: That's how is that a skill? If I you don't have, know. I was. I uh, guess I'm just very
2: pleased. I'm feeling very pleased with myself, and I wanted to tell the world in some way that I'd sewn some shit. It, you. You
1: should have. It is a skill if there's some specific way of doing it.
2: Yeah, if you had a fresh take on
0: it,
1: that is very cool. My yeah. fresh take yeah. is
2: to use the sewing machine. <laughs> Cause, well I've tried hand stitching stuff before it never really lasts because I'm not really good at hand stitching and I'm a bit lazy and don't have the patience for it are you a doctor but
0: aren't you supposed to be able to stitch things up uh, yeah. I'm not a surgeon
2: so it's fine mm. I've only ever once stitched someone and mm,
0: I, they've probably got a bit of a scar but isn't like optimally wouldn't you be like a wilderness surgeon or like a, a, a wilderness doctor uh, in some capacity yeah and yeah. like feels like it's uh, I'd put that skill in the top three yeah. Definitely not. The, for, definitely not? Yeah, definitely not. Then what? What's more important? Dealing with diarrhea and vomiting. That's way more important. Okay, that's number one and two. What's number
2: three? Sprained ankles. That's pretty important. Like, there's so many things before stitching. Like, sprained ankles? Just don't walk. Is- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, then you've got to be able to get them somewhere safely, so you've got extrication. Whatever. whatever. There's there's lots of things. Being, being a wilderness doctor is not nearly as... It's basically being... A GP to people who are tired, so they think everything's worse than it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Rather than
0: super exciting, let's rescue this and do this. Fine. You still should know how to stitch up the human body.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll learn at some stage. I've got an A&E job next year, so.
0: Oh, very good.
2: I'll stitch him some shit.
0: Uh, sewing machine for your. Po- I mean, fine. But that that's even less of a skill then because
2: you need the sewing machine. You're
0: outsourcing it to a machine. Yeah. But that in itself,
2: outsourcing your work is, is a skill in itself. <laughs> that
0: So my skill would be, if you have a hole in your pocket, your mother definitely wants to help you fix that because she wants her son to not have holes in her, in his pockets. Mm. So give your pants to your mom and ask her very nicely to sew those holes up. I've done that. It works.
2: I think my, my mom's optimal thing would be that I just buy more clothes. So uh, periodically I, I go home to Aberdeen and then my mom tries to force me to go to the shops with her so that she can buy me
0: clothes so that I actually have clothes that aren't more than 15 years old. My mother is of the opposite opinion. She wishes that I bought fewer clothes.
1: Do you buy too much? Definitely,
0: absolutely. So I moved and I have way, way too much. Like, at my clothes, I have a big chest of drawers that's full. I bought a wardrobe that's full and I also need another, like... uh, rack thing that I hang things on because that's and that's also all you full. wear is t-shirts and hoodies. <laughs> and hoodies fine and
1: hoodies but you just yeah. need three or something
0: <laughs> yeah but I have more and I have like a full huge drawer of underwear and another huge drawer of socks and then I have like it's just I just have a lot of clothes and I've been wearing the same pants for about three weeks <laughs> that makes no sense but when did this lifestyle start uh it started so a lot of this sort of started around 2016 i think because i remember i lived in london and at that point i only had one pair of shoes for like daily use and then i had niche shoes i had like for various sports and things like that Mm -hmm. and at that point i was like god i need more shoes and that's when my shoe thing started and now i have like 20 pairs of shoes just for like daily use I wow. have uh, way too many. I have to have like some of my shoes are in a uh, a suitcase in my storage thing in the basement because I have too many shoes to keep in the apartment. Mm. And that's when things started sort of snowballing as well with clothes. And I guess it's because at that point I like wasn't perpetually poor anymore. I had a job mm. and I had like I was able to just buy clothes. So I did. Mm.
2: Now that I'm not. Per- yeah. See, I've taken. The- I guess my baseline was probably different to yours in terms of what I was spending pre to being perpetually not poor, but yeah, just not having an income. Um, in that now I buy my own eye mask rather than just waiting for the opportunity for an eye mask to appear for free on like a random train or something.
0: I have. I bought an eye mask on Kickstarter and I am so you happy that I your did. You fucking shit. What? It's amazing because regular <laughs> eye masks kind of suck. They're not the best. Uh, they're always a little bit uncomfortable. And this eye mask is... Oh my God, it's perfect. It's got like, it's got little uh, circular pads that like are in, like on the inside. So they go around your eyes mm. and so that the mm. pressure from the mask is like really uniform and comfortable and it's, they're like it perfectly blacks everything out. And oh my God, it's amazing. How much? Like, How much? Not much, not much. I'll Google it right now, actually.
1: I, I thought you were saying eye mask as in eye, not, not the... Like Oregon? by
0: Apple, the Apple iMask.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I had no idea what you we were talking about. Uh,
0: a new a new one now is $30. I think it was slightly cheaper on uh, Kickstarter.
2: See, I thought I was being a big spender, spending a fiver on my iMask today.
0: I'm going to send you this, and you're going to see that this is, honestly, the greatest. Uh, mantasleep.com. Sponsor us, please. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, we've got a sponsor for the show. Absolutely. So, Manta... Do you
2: think, you know what we should do this week? Do you think... I don't know if this is allowed. Can we just pretend that... Or can we just sponsor Manta Sleep Mask for free? And contact them. So Be like,
0: hey, we shouted you guys out.
2: Yeah, and don't even ask for it. Just start sponsoring people. And they just
1: eventually hope that one oh, of them responds. It looks like headphones, basically. I do love headphones. Headphones for your eyes.
0: Yeah, that that's a good way of putting it. And honestly, it's wonderful. I highly recommend it. It's so comfortable. Well, I'm not
2: about to spend $30 on an eye mask, so... I will just take your word for it.
0: Thirty dollars. I mean that's not that
1: much. That's like uh it's like going to the cinema. But like my trick is to my parents tell me, Yeah, you need to buy this and I said, No, I don't need it and then you have to buy new clothes or something. And no, I I don't know, I, I'm good with what I have. And then they end up buying it for me. <laughs> nice, <that laughs> like you need it, you need it. So I've done this with my phone. They asked me to buy a new phone because my old phone was They didn't hear me when I called. Mm. They said, no, 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 it's good enough. And they ended up giving me a phone.
0: That's smart. My parents would not do this. There's nothing they want (laughs) me to buy because I already have too much shit. (laughs) Unfortunately. All right. We wrap this puppy up. Yeah. Uh, Gucci, Main, do you have any parting words for us?
1: Yes, it's a good one today. All right, nice. The most powerful weapon on earth... It's the human soul on fire.
0: Oh, shit. That Ooh. is a good one.
1: Yeah. And, and, hmm? and, and, and be kind.
0: Oh, nice. Mm. Leo Gundle, as well, he sent us a, uh, a thing we need to sue, an institution. Yeah. Uh, it is the London, the City of London School. Mm-hmm. And their little motto thing is they say, at City of London School, we intend to be kind. Mm. Like, bitch, don't try to steal our. They're
1: trying to steal our. My, my quote. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So, sponsored by Mantis Leap and also by the future earnings that will come from our lawsuit mm. when we sue the City of London <laughs> School. Yeah. And Monroe, do you
2: have any parting words? <laughs> uh, thanks for your feedback this week. Send us more through and voicemails. I think Christopher's a bit disappointed with our lack of effort at responding to his
0: baited voicemail last week yeah but I mean come on man what do you
2: expect us to do yeah I know
0: yeah. you put us in an awkward position
2: as soon as you ask someone to rank the races I think you can uh, expect expect them not to yeah,
0: yeah exactly absolutely so uh, you made that bed so now you must sleep in it mm-hmm. yeah uh, do that send us more shit send us uh, voicemails and, and what have you uh, to callingmoner.gmail.com uh, mm-hmm. and our Instagram at Monroe. Mm-hmm. Uh and then you should keep on trucking goodbye folks bye bye if you're feeling low in need of a bro there's one thing your heart start to glow. Calling Monroe. Calling Monroe. Calling Monroe. Calling Monroe.